Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Anything to get a little tension. Just send another email. In honor of Dovid Zlatnik, F200. Akiva Solkowitz, F94. Shalom Rand, F202. Shmuley Davidowitz, B202. And the official 8 Benadav Yoimi Committee. By Chaim. Chaim. He's the guy that gave you $1,000. Don't, don't give me that stare. Yeah, you, you, thousand. In, uh, it's the same guy. Chaim, in honor of Rebelli. What? No. Chaim, the guy, anonymous Chaim. We don't know who he is, really. He gave you a thousand, and he just sponsored today's year. Yeah. Okay, next. Justin Ivry. Ben. Yaakov David. Rus. Just another anonymous man. Okay, and by the one and only Chaya Fix. Your mom, Lilu Nishmas, Chaim Ben Yosef. Who's that? Your grandfather. Shom should have an Leo. All right, so we have from Shruli Berman in Detroit. He says, This is a seum given by Moshe Rosenfeld. Here's Ramoisha Rosenfeld in the sukkah with Rosen Tzvi, Ramoisha, and some wine. <clears throat> this tzaddik wants to know like this. I guess he wasn't listening carefully, so I'll say if he asked the question, maybe others have the question. Uh, he, wants to, he wants to keep it anonymous. I think one cannot grill, smoke, cook in the sukkah. If we cannot bring in pots, for sure not grill. Ask your rabbi for a final psak. All the best, anonymous. I think he's referring to the eggs, the omelets that we made in the sukkah. So first of all, I, I didn't ask Gaurav, but I thought on my own, Svara, that since I would do it in my living room, because I think it's a hush of a thing to make an omelet for somebody. You have it at Simchas in the hall. Uh, so maybe it's not a problem. But Afal Pikain, I removed all the schach above the omelet station which was uh, it's probably like 10 feet by 5 feet or something. And it was a good thing we did so because all the smoke from the omelets went out of the sukkah. So certainly not an issue. Here's another chacham. I shouldn't call him a chacham. Dear Belly, the kids here, he noticed that I don't close my, my, my cuffs. was pshat that when I have cufflings, I do close them. That's what he wants to know. So, okay, if he really wants to know pshat... If he really wants to know Pshat, it's probably obvious. It's anonymous. Because I was once at a chasana, like two years ago. My wife bought me a very nice, uh, like, diamond-studded cufflings, custom-made. And uh, I was at a chasana, and one of my cufflings, because I didn't close my sleeve properly, it fell off. And we searched, searched, and my son-in-law found it. So we sent it in to repair. And by the time it came back, the other coffin got lost. And then they got divorced. Seriously. So I don't know if that was a simon. I don't know, like, Sean was saying, the cufflings got divorced, the people from the wedding got divorced. It was, it was a split, the whole thing. So anyways, now you know why I close it. If you need to know. It was a simon. It was a simon. Uh, by Yosef As... <laughs> 
Many times I see you show pictures of people caught learning the daf while listening to you. I always feel this always happened to the other guy. How come I never see anyone learning the daf on a train, plane, or bus, etc.? It's all setups. Anyways, you had to go to Manhattan and Shana Rabbah. I was learning Hilcha Sukkah. When I saw someone learning next to me, it always happens. When you're learning halachas, you see other people next to you. So he looked up and he couldn't believe my eyes. There was someone listening to you on YouTube and learning the daf on the train. The guy was actually very behind and is still in Masech Sukkah. I quickly took out my phone and snapped a picture of someone learning the daf, a Shana Rabbah morning on the B train heading to Manhattan while listening to you have nachas. Psh, here it is. It looks like he's sleeping. No, but he just caught him. Maybe I was saying a boring thing there. Okay. It's for sure not a setup, because if it was a setup, his eyes would be open. Okay. What do you got here? What's on your phone? I didn't see what you... Hmm. Hmm. Shkoyach. And finally, this is from Dovi Hirschberg, the hotel guy. Firstly, check out my sukkah from L.A. This year I felt extra connected to Yanta because of learning with you. I went all out. No joke here. Rabbi Say, next year, Bezer Hashem, my sukkah is going to look something different than it did this. Look at this. Shh. It's gorgeous. No, he, he sent me a video. He did a seum here. This that we have. The, we I read the email the other day. I just didn't have the picture. Attaches a video of my seal. The guy's saying Hadron was Avi Mayer. That was the thing that he he was scared to say the Hadron himself. He wanted to be drowned out by Zakeli Van Unbelievable. Okay, this one once again we'll leave for tomorrow. Okay, Givaldik. But boyside, today is Dav Chof Tes, and we are holding on the bottom of Chofches on the base by a brand new Mishnah. So we're in the sugya of you're permitted to buy. You let stores open on Yantiv. You go in there and you purchase stuff. Now, how do you do it? You pay him after Yantiv. You don't mention any money. Don't mention the the money amount. As mentioned, they had to know who they're shechting for. You can't just shecht an animal. What's you know? A couple hours later, it's spoiled. Or the next day, yes. This is official Mishnah, sponsored by official for Shlema from Yosef Ben Chana. By the way, we're already stopping. We're, people are starting Shnei Mikra Vechatargum, and what's very interesting is that it's related to the Daf Yomi. Because over the year, I received many emails of people that. The Dafyomi changed the way they learned Shnei Vechatargum because it happens so often that you miss a parasha. You don't finish a parasha and then you just give up on the whole thing. And because of the idea of just plowing forward, forget what happened in the past, <clears throat> just keep on going. Why miss the rest of the Chamisha Chum Excuse me. Because you missed one parasha. There's a, a gentleman, a uh, looking guy that was here for some story, I forgot his name already. Came over to me and says, Oh, I do your shear every day. I just have one taina. How, how could you tell people 
to skip the daf that you missed and go on vaiter. You need shleimos. So I said, I explained to him nicely how it actually is, it helped a lot of people and he was masking at the end. But this should help also people. This is the week. Start parashas. And if you ever miss a parasha, it's not the end of the world, skip it. Now, Dafiyami, it's a lot easier because you could go back and make a seum. Like we received a number of emails from people that made seum on Sukkot because they had a few daf to make up. Steinbaker is a little bit more difficult. Maybe you shouldn't make up. I don't know. It's easier. Okay, easier. But if you miss a parsha, I'm saying, what do you do? Mashlam the parsha. Okay, mashlam the parsha. Makes sense. Hechi Ovid. Gershon ben Moshe up there is huge in the Steinbaker. And he showed me on Sukkot when he finished it, he made a big simcha record around the stender. Was Givaldi. Says the Gemara. No, yeah. Nobody heard that. Says the Gemara, hey, but if a person wants meat and you can't mention a price, what do you do? In Surah, they had a name for the size of meat. It was a piece, it was called a tarta. So instead of mentioning a monetary, a, mo- a money amount. Give me $10, $10 worth of meat. You say, give me a tarta. Or give me a half a tarta. Binara, shami chelko, pago chelko. Give me a chelko. Same thing. The idea is the same. They didn't mention the money. Bipumpadis army, uzio, pago uzio. Binahar pekoid, ubimosa mechasio, army rivo, pago rivo. Now, what's Pshad in all these names? So, brought to mind a Givaldica story. So I haven't said it in a while. It's good I to say. But I was looking for the book. I bought, bought this book just for the story and I couldn't find the book. I saw it the whole year. I didn't need it. And today I couldn't find it. Look, spent 10 minutes. Somebody probably borrowed it or something. Reb Isser Zalman Meltzer, during the curfew in Yerushalayim, there was a British mandate. If you went out past a certain hour, they could literally kill you. He shows up, and the reason why I need the book is I need the names. It was the three Rosh Hashivas of Hebron. Shows up at one of the Rosh Hashivas, who happened to be his nephew. In the middle of the night, knocks on the door. And this is the Rosh Hashiva of Hebron saying over by the Hesped on Rabbi Sazal Meltzer. He said, look at his Ahavas Atayra. In the middle of the night, knock on the door. He says, uncle, what are you doing here? It's Sakar Stafash. He says, listen, I had a major cash on the Rambam. I need help. So they started going back and forth. Finally, he was like, oh, murder the Gipshat. Oh. Now I can go back and, and, and learn. So he said, but at least stay here. No, no, no. I got to go home. So the Rebetzin of Rabbi Sazam Meltzer said, that's not what happened. What happened was that Rabbi Sazam Meltzer wanted to print a safer. And he asked the printer, to print, and he said, no, it's going to take another half a year, a year, there's people in front of you. The printer came to him and said, look, somebody just canceled. If you could give me the manuscript, right, tomorrow morning, I'll print it. So he went through it real quickly, and he noticed that there's two questions in the Sefer that his nephews asked him. But the third nephew, this other Rashid from Heaven, is not in the Sefer. So he didn't want to insult him. So he went, it wasn't about Torah, she said. It was about Midas. He went and risked his life, so to speak. Knocked on his door and forced him into saying a good pshat. He kept on like, mutching him. No, but what's pshat? Okay. And then in the safe he writes, and my chashava, nephew, 
And then he had, he had to run back home because he had to continue the manuscript. He couldn't stay there overnight. And he gave it to Mrs. Al Meltzer. I'm just saying, maybe. What does it say? In, in Narash, in Surah, in Pumbadiza. Eh, we mentioned everybody. everybody shouldn't, the guys in Pumbadiza shouldn't feel left out. Says the Mishnah. <laughs> no, no. Not such a great Mishnah. <laughs> anything, anything. He likes, he likes the connection. You don't like the connection. So I once had a story, and Nachman Seltzer didn't like the connection. But David Fein said it's a Gavadika connection. So what do you see from here? Some people are smarter than others. Ah, <laughs> ah, that's it. Look at the guy who doesn't put out books and ask him again. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> don't insult him. Don't <laughs> insult me. What do you want? He didn't do anything. <laughs> Listen, somebody insulted his book uh, during our office. But his comeback was so much better than that guy's insult was Givaldic. Okay, anyway, we're not gonna we're not gonna say the insult. <laughs> it's a very he likes it. He likes it. It's very good. Yeah, it was, it was, if I could say so myself, it was my unbelievable. <laughs> the connection. Oh, you want to hear the connection? Rabbi Schomburg has a connection. Yeah, what? Oh. These are all midas. These are all measurements. Ah, Rabbi Schoenberg, come here. I got to give you a kiss. I'll come to you. No, get over here, Rabbi Schoenberg. Nobody knows what you look like. You got to zoom in on Rabbi Schoenberg, Gary, if you have a chance. What a tzaddik. Oh, here he is. Rabbi Schoenberg, look at Gary. Turn the other way. Oh, okay. Givaldi, Givaldi. This wouldn't have happened if I was sitting in my dining room by myself. That's Lashon Hara. No, not today. But it was, it was very good. It was very, very good. Says the Mishnah, sponsored by Fischl, Lerfur Shlema, Braino, Bas, Yentadver. Oymer, Odom L'chaveroi, Maleli, Klize, Avloi, Bemida. You can't do Bemida. So the Gemara is going to explain what Bemida means. But you can tell him, you see this jug, fill it up. Rabbi Yudo, Oymer, Imhoi, Okli, Shalmida, Loi, Malenu. So we have to see what Rabbi Yudha argues on Loi Bemida. It says Loi Bemida, then comes Rabbi Yudha and says, Oh, don't use a Mida. Maisa Ba'avashol Ben Batnis. There's a story with Abashol, the son of Batnis. He, as the Gemara is going to explain, we'll see when we get to the Gemara, I don't want to ruin it, but it's a beautiful Yisoyed. He, I did. He, would fill up all the, the jugs, the bottles before Yontav. And then when people came to the store on Yontav, I guess it was a thing, you know, no refrigeration. Think about it. You needed some fresh wine, whatever it was, oil. You went to the store on Yontav, just grabbed it. And obviously you had to pay the, the person after Yontav. Abishol Oimer. Now it's interesting. There's a story with Abishol ben Batnis, and I believe this is somebody else. Abishol Oimer, Av ben Moyed I'm pretty sure, at 99.9. Because he's explaining Abishol ben Batnis that he you supposed to he did it because of Birure Hamidais. Birure Hamidais means when you yeah it's not the same okay good it's Mucha from the Mishnah when you pour the wine I did not see that by the way but yeah it's posh. the 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 wine foams up so he wanted to be prepared he didn't want to rip off the clients he fills up uh, I have here with me. 
You fill up one of these, right? You put it up to here, and you start pouring into the guy's jug. But like like uh, Coca-Cola, you know, quarter of the cup becomes foam. So he stops pouring. He says, okay, go. The guy goes home, and all of a sudden it goes all the way down. So he just stole from the guy. He started out with, he thought he's going to sell him one of these, and it turns out he only sold him X amount. And the Gemara at the end is going to say, he had so much left over from these Birure, he was able to accumulate 300 barrels worth. You're selling in big volume. means that if you're selling something like oil, the oil sticks to the side of your measuring cup, so you'd have to sit there like for five minutes to get all the oil out, and nobody wants to wait for that, so they would leave, leaving him with some oil in the kli, and same idea. So Amela has nothing to do with measuring a yantif. This is to do with midas, with, with stealing, with benolim chaveroi, not, not, not so much benolim makam of yantif. Explains the Gemara, my ava loy you shouldn't do it with a measure. So we have a machlekes here. Shmuel and Rava. Now, I'm pretty sure the Gemara is not talking about this, but this is cool anyway. There's a special kli that's designed, a measuring cup that's designed for this purpose. I don't think it's this. I think it was just like a, a cup, an eight-ounce cup that everybody knows this is eight ounces. I'll tell you why I think that in a second, but let's say it's this. Who cares? means you didn't use it yet. It's waiting to be used. If the first one's going to break, says Rashi, you'll jump in and use this one. I have a feeling that this, even if you don't, you didn't start using it, this is a clean mido. You don't have to start using it. This is a measuring cup whether you use it or not. But okay. Gemara says you start using it. You didn't use the bus review. The Lameimar. So then, what is review that's arguing? Review that says, look at the lashon. We just said, don't use a mida. Don't use a measuring cup. Comes review that says, don't use a measuring cup. That doesn't make any sense. What is he adding? What is he arguing? He's arguing that even one that you never used before, don't use it. We have a big freebie here. This sugi is going to be repeated basically almost word for word on a slightly different thing. When it comes to Yantav and being happy on Yantav, which we just finished, and we're very happy in America, they're still doing Yantav. Rabbi Huda is the Chumra. He says you can't even use a measuring cup that you never used. So he's Mr. Machmer. Rabbanon Lekula. And Rabbanon are the ones that say that if it's a measuring cup that you never used, you could use. We had the reverse. Now, you two folks who never come once a Shabbos, it's a good thing you're here now. Is that one of my? It's a handiwork. I worked hard to make this. Yes, there was a there's a pole here with the bottom. Took it out. Added this ring because it's from the ceiling. Put this piece of meat. I couldn't get the chain over here because it's once a Shabbos. Whatever. It's it's not a hundred. But look, yesterday we learned the halacha that you could take instead of using a weight, you could use a knife that you know how much it weighs. You know this knife weighs two pounds. You use it as a weight because that's not what you do during the week. Nobody uses kalim. It's a shinui. But who said that you could use it? Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda is the one that said you could do this. That means he's mekel. And Rabbi Huda said you can't do this. They're machmer. 
it seems like it's the reverse of what we're saying now. There's a kaipitz, a cleaver. By the way, I, I didn't want to forget this, but if you grew up in Eretz Yisrael, you probably know what I'm talking about. When I was a kid, I only lived in Eretz Yisrael for three years when I was a kid, but it was very interesting. A guy would come on a horse and it was full of watermelons. Anybody remember this? And Avatiyah would scream, Avatiyah, now, sakin means you can take it and I'll give you, I'll let you taste it right now. Remember that? And they had a, they had a scale just like this. And we put the avatiach on one side, the watermelon, and put big giant weights on the other. All he sold is that watermelon. Yeah, remember? A horse in a wagon. Back in the day. You remember it? Who else? You remember? I think they still have it, maybe in B'nai Rak. Who knows? What? <laughs> they come with the Tesla. No, the whole shtick is the horse. The horse. It's, you didn't want the watermelon. You want to see the horse. You want to. Right? And Chacham say, not only can't you weigh this, but you can't even store your meat and hide it from the mice on this. You can't touch a scale on, on Yontif. So Chacham is super machmer. And over here, they are Makel. They say that if you have a measuring cup, that you never used, you could use it. And Rabbi Huda is the one that's smacking. He says you can't use it. I'm a Rabbi Huda. So this whole piece that we just said, we're going to say word for word again. We have a contradiction. Says When it comes to this, to the knife, to measure, to, to, to use it as a, for the scale. Nobody uses a knife. I never saw the watermelon guy pull out his giant knife and put it on the other side of the scale. But this measuring cup, it's, it's waiting to, to be used for measuring. Therefore, Rebuda says, don't use it. It's also to use. When it comes to the knife, says Rashi, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes if you lose your weight or breaks or whatever, you will grab the closest object that you know exactly how much it weighs. It weighs two pounds. So you use it as a thing. Sometimes you do. So it's over to the chal. But over here, you're not using it. That's not how they did it. So now Rav comes up with a different shot. It's not talking about a measuring cup. It's talking about what you say. Don't mention anything about weight, about value. But you're, if you don't mention it, you're allowed to use this during the weekday. He comes over you and says, no, you're right. You shouldn't mention it, but you should also not use a measuring cup. So now the Gemara says the same thing we said before. Rabbi Huda is the one that smacks and says, do not use a kli that measures. And Chacham say you could use it. We saw the exact opposite. You could, says Rabbi Huda, use a knife or any kind of vessel to weigh down the meat. You can't use the scale even to hide it from my eyes. See, Rabbi Yehuda 
is make all the rabbanon machmir. So kasher the rebuild of the rebuild, kasher rabbanon rabbanon. Says Gemara, the rebuild of the rebuild like kasher awesome by the koyvus b'shenim yuchel amida. It's not meant to. It's not designed to weigh. So therefore, you can use it as a big shino. Hachem yuchel amida. Rabbanon rabbanon nami like kasher awesome. Kavid kavid in the chol. Hacha like kavid kavid in the chol. Why? Because usually. Nobody asks to fill up a kli. Nobody says, here, take this, fill this up. You say, give me, give me a lug, says Rashi. Give me, give me a liter today. They say, I want a liter of wine. I want, nobody, nobody says, fill this up. That's not how it's done. Unless you're borrowing something, unless you're borrowing, or, yeah, we have it today. Sometimes a kid comes to the door, can you fill this up with sugar? Rashi says that. When you borrow or get, get a gift. But when you go to the store, that's not the derech. In those days, it wasn't the derech. It was, give me a certain amount. Give me two liters, a liter. We buy soda by the liter. We don't say, fill up this thing. Sometimes, if your friend comes over, you'll give him, fill this up and give it to him to drink. Says the Gemara. Chalamayri also would pre-fill these, the, the jugs. Why? Because of Bitul Beis HaMedrash. I think there's a fascinating Rashi here. It's Gedai to see. It's 12 lines from the bottom of the Amud on the right side. Because Rashi on this Amud is on both sides. Says Rashi, Shahoya, yeah, Tana Abba Mayid Oisakim, Mepnei Bitul Beis HaMedrash. He was a great scholar. And many would come to ask him questions. This is a shocker. You would think in the time of the Gemara, people went on Chalamayi trips. What do you do? When you don't have work, it's not a day to watch football. It's a day to learn. They would go to the base Medrash. That's what they did. They didn't go on trips. They went to the base marriage. And what happens when you go to the base marriage? You bump into the rabbi. Oh, I have a kasha, another kasha. So he's busy with all these kashas all day long because all these guys are coming to the base marriage to learn Torah. Thought it's beautiful. Things change a little bit. Go on trips. So day off. Day off. <laughs> yeah. We, we, yeah, rather, we. We're different. Yes. So I told you the mice, this guy, a guy from Mexico City, came to the shul that I used to give a dafin. I gave the dafin for eight years. And he tried to get in before Mincha, and the door was locked. So he waited, waited. They said Mincha is, you know, five o'clock, whatever it is. So finally, a guy comes, like a minute before Mincha, opens up the door. So the island comes in, and he says, Could I speak for a minute? Okay, fine. Got up on the beam, he says, You should all be embarrassing yourselves. On a Sunday afternoon, the shul is locked, and there's not a single person learning Torah here until Mincha. What are you guys doing? Watching football? You, you, you're, you're, you're making barbecues? You know that in Mexico City, the, the, you can't get a seat on Sunday? The whole island is sitting and learning. You should all be embarrassing yourselves. I saw people crying. I saw people with tears. Anyway. No. 
he, yeah, he didn't get any money. And uh, the next day, yeah, fine. I will tell you, there's a guy in Chicago, I don't want to say his name, related to me. He had a giant screen. I don't know what size. Let's call it, let's call it a 100 inch screen. And around the screen, he had countless screens, beautiful 60 inch screens all around. And every single Sunday, the whole island would come in and watch football. Every game. And they were watching this one and that one and the whole thing. And he'd bring food. Today, the guy doesn't stop learning for a second. Seven half a day, he, learned, he got rid of all his TVs. Gone. I never had a TV like that. Mine was only 80 inches. No, I'm going to testify. From all the leftover wine. So again, here, Shalish Meyais. No times in Shas, you have 300 barrels, 300 barrels. Yalta broke 400 barrels, 300, 400. It means like a Lush and Guzman. But the point is, he had many, many barrels of wine just from the foam. Because people, you fill up and they would run out. Nobody has time to wait for that soda fizz to go down. They ran out and he took that fizz and he put it in his barrel. Bechaveirov and his friends also come to Shalosh Mir's Garbi Shemin. Here you see, what? They both got exact amount, 300, not 299? It's a lotion of, there's many barrels worth. They decided they didn't want to use it. It's not ours. Let's bring it to the base Hamigdosh. Not necessary. What do you mean it's not necessary? But we don't want it. Go and do something for the public. Somebody steals from the from the rabbin. Many people. He doesn't know from who he stole. They say it's a good idea. Even get some tickets. You know, pay those, pay the city, and they'll make they'll they'll pave the the roads. They'll do something for the rabbin. Not making this up. So it says, I think. Do this special for today. You can use it for the rest of Shas. A bar, a shiach is elongated, a rectangle bar. An amara is a cave, obviously, but this is where people store water. So these are water storage facilities. Something for the rabbin. People take water out of it. So give your money over there. So you, you don't know what to do with the wine. We don't want it here in the base Amigdosh. Build some water storage facility. We had the Lushan before and Rashi there didn't explain it so much. Over here Rashi explains it better. It could be. I don't know. I, that's what I was thinking, but I didn't see it before, so I don't know. Don't know. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 but of Gezel, they didn't want to that's the Pshat. Otherwise, they, they took everything. They took donations. Why not? Maybe, maybe they didn't want to take it because they said it's not so much of a, it's a better kapara, so to speak. If you're concerned about a kapara, your kapara would be better that way. I don't know. Other Rav Chizda, they went on a little walk. You cannot measure barley. You can't go fill this up with barley. Say, okay, here. Now, this is good for my animal. Even though you're supposed to feed your animal, don't measure. What you could do is go like this. 
So when you go like this, that's not the derech. The derech is to fill it up this way, not to grab like this. Okay? Today, maybe we do it like that. In those days, they didn't do it like that. So that's the shinoi. And a baker, or a cook, you could measure the spices. In order to make a good dish, it shouldn't burn, it shouldn't get ruined. In other words, if you put in too much spice, you're going to ruin it. Too salty is no good. So he needs to know. So we allow a woman could measure her flour and put it inside the dough. In order so that what happens is if you don't allow her, she'll always say, oh, I didn't make five pounds. I made two pounds. But you let her measure, she'll say, oh, it was five pounds. Five pounds, I have to give you 124 to the kain. And the kain gets more. What do you mean? It's over the chal, over the chal. It looks like it. It looks like you're selling. It looks like you're doing something like that. That's what they did when they sold. What are the way Shmuel Mute or Shmuel says also, but in Shmuel's when Shmuel wrote down the Brises, Rashi says Rebbe wrote the Mishnah, Rebbe and Rebbe wrote the Brises. Shmuel also had his own compilation of Brises, and over there he wrote it's Mutter. Which one is it? Mutter also. It's the same Shmuel. Amar Bay Ashdom Shmuel also. Since we have a little bit of a contradiction, so must be. He's telling us that it's mutter in the Bryce's mutter, but don't do it. And we just turn to Chavtas on the Bay, sponsored by the MDY Dealing Group for all those who need Shidduchim proposing Yeshuas. Please join us to.8min.com and sponsored by Nathan Kushnud. It's for my children, Ayakolev and Yaakov, Yisrael Yaakov, Ben Devorah, should do well in Eretz Yisrael, and have cheshik for Torah mitzvahs in Yerushalayim. Torah Rabbanon. Huh? Oh, me. Torah Rabbanon. Ein shoinin kemach biyontav. Boisai. Oi, vavoy. I need a plate. You know what? I don't have a plate. Seriously, I don't have a plate. So I'm going to... You have a plate? A giant plate. I want to show you what this is. I'll just do it on this, meanwhile. It might make a little mess, but Yaakov is not here. It's good. Go over here. Yeah, Givalde. Here we go. Maybe. So, here we go. I'm going to, I want to show you what sifting is all like. Two times sifting. Okay, you ready? This is going to be bad. Okay. It's going to make a stick on mess. Where's Yeshua? Oh. What does it? I like this. Now, this is already sifted, Rabbi Isai. It's already sifted. So I'm doing it for the second time. Why? It makes my dough a little fluffier. So you keep on going. Keep on going. Whoa. I can't believe it. You're not going to believe what I found in here. It's not normal. 
Been looking for this for years. Maybe they'll get back together. <laughs> Who said the other cuffling? Great minds think alike. No, I'm really missing the other one, really. So, so if anybody. <laughs> what do you think? I want to say flower stamp. But, anyways, this is Geschmack. It's fun. So, anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> Jonathan has more square for for him. How are you going to fit into your whole routine? That was too schmack. <laughs> All right, anyway, but that's a shoyna. Uh, ain't shoyna cannot be yantav. You should not do that for a second time, yantav. Now, you're not really sifting anything. There's no stones left, so why are you doing it? You're not sifting. What's the problem with sifting? Sifting is miraket. And miraket is isidoraisa. Now, you could do it before Yantav, says Rashi. There's other Rishonim arguing Rashi. But Rashi holds, since you could do this before Yantav, it's not like baking the bread and, and not having fresh bread, and that's why you do it on Yantav. This you can do before Yantav, another one will happen. So Mela, you shouldn't re-sift it, even the second time. You're permitted to re-sift. If something fell in, a Why? Because that you couldn't do before Yantav. It just fell in. The rock just fell in now. So now this, this is a Tzorech Oichel Nafesh. You think the guy wrote me, a, I made up that email, by the way. The email with the Kofling, I, I made up. Yeah, okay. You never saw it. It didn't exist. Ain't trying to come up beyond the... So you let it go and take it out with your hand. There was a divorce. There was a divorce, and I am missing the cuffling. That's why I'll take your cuffling and I throw it in there. It doesn't. Oh, my lay. We said it has to be food from within the psoilus and not the psoilus from within the food. It has to be biyad and miyad. You have to do it with your hand. Okay. So you did, you did it with your hand. But at the end of the day, you're taking out the psoilus, you're taking out the stone from within the food, and that you cannot do. It has to be the food from the stone. <laughs> Hello, Josh, ate by me on uh story night. There's a whole story. But he looks at me after he goes, somebody wins this? So <laughs> like... I don't think so. I don't think it's worth anything. I mean, he didn't say it like that, but he's like, Some, so, somebody gets to eat here a meal? I'm like, yeah. No, okay. I got I to gotta pre-warn them. It was that bad, Josh? But you did say something like that, right? Not really. I made that up. What? No, he said something. I made that. Maybe I misunderstood him. That believe can buy It's mamish like 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 sifting, like uh, doing buyer. Oshrov Baravuna Zuti Apischo Denardo Shoinin Kemar Biantev. He said you're allowed to sift the the, the flour twice, the second time. Omel Rav Nachman Huku, get out of here. Va'amrulei La'aba. Tell my friends, says Rashi. Shkilo Tivusach. Take your favors. Bishadi Achizrei and throw it on the thorns. Huk Chazi Kamem Aluso Hadrim Denardo. 
Everybody has one of these. We already know this halacha that you're allowed to sift it. We don't need your favors. The visit of Rabbi Yosef Nalo Kimcha Agabadim Ha'ulta. She would go like this, Rabbi Yosai. She would flip it over and sift it this way. So that's a shinui. Oh, sorry. Omar Loh. So her husband, Rabbi Yosef, says, Chazi, Dano Rifta Mal Yosabina. What are you doing? Backwards. Do it regular. I need good bread. What you're doing is not good. I guess. It does something to the flour, to the dough. I'm not sure exactly. You don't need a shinu, he says. The visu de ravashi nalakim chagabadev sura. So Rashi says, in the table that had a little bit of an indentation, and she'd flip the table over. So you don't have that. It wasn't like a flat table. The flat table, I don't know what the shinu would be, says Rashi. Since it's a little bit indented, that's where they usually would do their whole sifting process. Now that's flipped over, you don't have it anymore. That's a shinu. Om ravashi, hadidon. This is my wife. Rati the Rami Barchama. She's the daughter of a big godel. The Rami Barchama married the Uvdahavda. He was a big medactic bemitzvahs. Vilav the Chazimay Nosha leavavda. If not for the fact that she saw it by her father's house, and that's unbelievable. When you see kids that grow up in a Talmud Chacham's house, they know Mishnah Bura inside out without ever looking at the Mishnah. They see the father did this, this, that. They know the halachas. Says the Mishnah sponsored the official Mishnah sponsor by official of Rosh Hashanah of Avram Yosef Mechana. This is very, very simple stuff. You go to a, a store, a rugged store that you usually go to because he'll trust you to pay him back after you're And you tell him, tell me, give me 10 eggs. Give me 15 nuts. This is not the way to do it. We don't sell it like that. We sell it by volume, by, by weight, not by amount. There's no chidushim here, Rabbi Yisai. It's just repetitive lush and we can do it in 25 seconds. You can go to your shepherd. Give me a, a sheep. Give me a goat. You go You go to the butcher. You used to. Give me a shoulder. Or one thigh. The guy that force feeds the, the birds. Give me a, give me a, a pigeon. You go to the baker. Give me a nice donut. This is all, by the way, this is all Kabbalah. And those who do the daf, four or five years, they can understand this. I don't yet. But I'm telling you it's Kabbalah. I, I, otherwise, I have no pshat. Give me five egoism. Asara farsikim. V'chamisho. How many? Chamishim. Fifty. Asara Farsikin, 10 peaches. V'chamisho rimoinim ve'esroig echod. Esroig echod. Who just sent it to me? Donnie, who sent me this thing? Somebody sent me last night that the esroig goes into the jam, the adasim go into the psamim, the lulav goes into where? To the, to the fire, the chametz fire, and the aravas go on tavadar and koidesh because they got beat up. You sent it? Just don't mention the amount. You can't mention money amount or volume amount. Have a wonderful day.